0: Gotta testify, come up in the spot looking extra fly For the day I die, I'ma test the sky Gotta testify, come up in the spot looking extra fly For the day I die, I'ma test the sky
1: Hey, welcome to another episode of Aftermath Podcast it's your boy T. Hart back on the mic Once again, I gotta say it, once again We're here with my boy yeah, yeah, Brandon, man, chilling, 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 chilling. Man, it's been another crazy sports week. Uh, of course, not no games, uh, but still, we got. I mean, we do have games. Actually, we have uh, what? Division one, double A footballs been going on. Swag. Yeah. Uh, we saw Deion Sanders have <laughs> have his stuff stolen once again. <laughs> we had his, his stuff got stolen a couple couple weeks ago. Uh, he was asking for it back. He said he had sentimental value. His uh his boom box. Um, this time they stated that his uh phone and I don't know, some of his stuff got stolen once again.
2: Bruh, yeah, I was just thinking. I was just thinking, dog. Thank god I had tweeted out earlier. I was like, thank god he's not a band director, dog. Because if he was a band director, they'd be hitting his ass every damn time he leaves. Yeah,
1: they want to care, they wouldn't even care about his stuff getting stolen. But, uh, they get I oh, don't, yeah, I don't even think they stealing from him. He just, nah, you no know, I think he misplaced Yeah. <laughs> the way the way they uh said all he found his stuff. Uh, a uh, short, short time later, but then they said somebody put a uh, note. Said uh, we know it was OG stuff or something. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just, bro, ain't,
2: ain't nobody ever stole nothing from Willie Simmons,
1: right? And then I, I don't know. It, it's, I guess it's Jackson, Mississippi, so niggas be stealing. Stealing. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It ain't Tallahassee, Florida.
2: I'm, bro. I'm pretty sure, dog. But hold on, bro. Is this a is this uh uh is this a like a damn Dion ain't mu- name don't hold that much weight in the hood dog? Like, it is prime time. I mean,
1: like, hey, most times they, they, time. they, they say they know it was OG stuff,
2: man. You know, if it like, everybody do If it's a if it look like it's a million dollars, oh, that's Dion. yeah.
1: I mean, if you go in the head coach's locker room. <laughs> And go into the head coach's office, kind of know whose stuff it is. <laughs> whose stuff is for to be? Oh, unless he, he let the, the other coaches throw their stuff in there as well. And they, and they was hoping that it was going to get a come, little, nice little come up from that.
2: I found um, out what it was, bro. Dion got the saying, look good, play good, right? So he probably had a whole bunch of outfits laid out. Hung up, ready, Matt. All right, I'm gonna wear that with nah, I'm gonna wear that with that nah, I'm gonna wear this and that. And it was all his stuff was in the pants he had tried on before he got the pants he wore to the game. He just forgot, all <laughs> he it. forgot,
1: yeah, and that was the excuse to cover it all up, <laughs> man. But, anyways, uh, Jackson State won 53 to 0 versus uh, Edward Waters. Edward Waters, uh, I was like, Tch. it started off as a, a kind of a close game until Jackson State kinda of got in rhythm. They they got uh the former Florida Gator quarterback uh Jalen Jones mm-hmm. at the helms. Jones. So we're gonna see what they do. Um I feel like it's kind of a advantage or this you could say disadvantage for uh Fame Um they will be playing open up the season with the same team and they kinda of getting like versus working out during the spring, this team getting a full players warm up prior to the season. So we're gonna see if it's a, it's a disadvantage or a advantage once the season starts cause uh shit. That's what yeah, we we about to start March. I think the game of this weekend got postponed because of COVID yeah, and all that stuff. So we're not playing this weekend. Um so we're gonna say this this year moving man. on around though. That's crazy. Yeah man I mean I was much. just thinking today how we did this such an this certain thing last uh the twenty February 2020 mm-hmm. and they don't seem that long ago and <laughs> it's been a whole year so the year moves fast whether we like it or not so just got to be ready so we're going to see whether it's a disadvantage or a advantage for for fans it seems like FAMU and teams that have chosen not to play spring spring ball after not playing any fall ball as well so we're going to see how, how it plays out. We did see like Pac-12 and Big Ten said they were going to play spring ball, but they ended up having a smaller season throughout the uh, the fall the fall season. So, I mean, they didn't have – we didn't even get Pac-12 into the playoffs um, because they only played six games. Big Ten snuck a couple team a uh, team in with uh, Ohio State with Justin Fields because they – past the eye test, and they look pretty good. But we're going to see how this spring football and fall and going straight into the fall plays a part and whether a team is fresh, ready to go. Uh, I know some guys probably won't even be on the team. They're just trying to play right now just to get a little film for the NFL. But that's besides the point we spend a lot of time on. <laughs> we spent spend a lot of time on, on this uh, NCAA. But uh, while we speaking of NCAA, I kind of ran just ran to this crazy little topic, crazy little brush over. We can uh, Pat White. Pat White was one of the first uh, QBs to start four bowl games and win all four bowl games. Uh, and honestly, that's that's black history. <laughs> yeah, he the first quarterback to do it. So I mean, he's the first quarterback to do it, black or white. It's not. It hasn't been a lot of other quarterbacks that have started four bowl games and, and won all four bowl games, so uh, his birthday was uh, yesterday, uh, which will be, I, think was, I can't say yesterday because we're going to we drop this pod to be uh, a different yeah. day, but yeah, yeah it would be two days ago, but the 25th. The 25th was uh, Pat White's birthday, so I saw this little graphic pop up, and I thought that was a pretty great defeat. Um, Pat White is one of the quarterbacks our generation grew up with. I mean, we saw Michael Vick and some of the other guys kind of come up as mobile mobile quarterbacks and take NCAA by storm and kinda of take over. But Pat White was one of the ones that kinda of cemented the what we see today, more of quarterbacks that can take off and run when the play breaks down. And I mean, Michael Vick was the the leader or the blueprint or I mean I couldn't even say that, but he was the one, the guy that we kinda of grew up idolized ain't wanted to be like but pat white took it and, and ran with it and kind of was the guy you know, if you if y'all know what i'm saying bro he had he had
2: uh folks playing with west virginia yeah nobody played west virginia nobody, nobody played west Gazette virginia dog so you got pat white Man. i ain't gonna lie i gave west virginia a chance after pat
1: white left just to see what was it Pete, pat white and steve slayton yeah slayton dog yeah, and, them, uh, and I was like, when you first started seeing the, the, what was it, was QB read or QB, uh, was it uh, the run pass option
2: type stuff? Yeah, you start seeing it like the, the really perfection of what, even though it was probably out a long time ago, but what it was really supposed to look like now.
1: Yeah, so and they was killing that bit. Uh. The, the blueprint of what the kind of the football we kind of see today, kind of it kind of has evolved to more today to kind of confuse defenses, but. Pat White, Pat White, and Steve Slayton was the originators of of making that making that great man. Just that's that what oh four oh five football man. Dog like oh seven.
2: They say West Virginia like real racist. I ain't never know that until after Pat Wright White. And them. I thought a lot of black people was up there in West Virginia. Like it was, it was uh, Randy Moss. Yeah, huh? Oh yeah,
1: Randy Moss is <laughs> yeah, from West Virginia. Yeah, from Marshall. Yeah. He came to Florida State, but then he went back to uh, Marshall. Yeah. You you
2: you. Uh, how you feel about you think? What you think he would have put been placed at, at if he was at uh, FSU? Like as far as on like the greats. If Randy Moss was able to stay at uh, FSU, yeah, State, F- yeah.
1: Who knows, man? That was just well. That would have been just great, man. You just get, you just imagine some of the touchdowns. Some of the touchdowns and connections we could have had if Randy Moss was still there.
2: I saw somebody say, uh, I think it was Bumani Jones, um, when they was talking about the Cam Newton stuff. When Bumani Jones was talking, he was like, man, he heard that Randy Moss at practice scored a touchdown every time he got the ball. And I believe
1: it. Randy Moss was not be the truth. And I, to this day, I, I truly don't know exactly what happened because I was legit when it happened yeah and like Randy Moss even being at Florida State was something I learned when I was older and I was it was always like baffled me what did he do so egregious that he he got I don't know if he I don't even know if he got tossed out of the university or he just decided to leave because he did get in trouble um so it's just like Randy Moss being at Florida State he was at, he was there at the same time was. Peter Warwick Warwick, and they was all coming in. (laughs) Imagine that receiving core, man. All three of them (laughs) was in the league. And it made, I mean, Peter Warwick had a crazy career in the league, but he still was Peter Warwick. And Ron Dugans did what he did his thing, did what he could in the league. But just imagine having that receiving core. And then who they had? They had Chris Winkie at quarterback.
2: Yeah. Oh my god. Then a couple years later, I don't know if, if uh if Randy would have been there this Snoop Mendes came. Yeah,
1: Snoop came. Dog, they would have been. Yeah. And this just having that receiving core, that's like that's ridiculous. This was, I mean, just we'd never got to see exactly what that receiving core would have been.
2: That would have been amazing though, just from the, the thought of like Randy Moss being that great player being here in Tallahassee at one point. That would
1: have been pretty cool. So, I mean, hey, Randy. Shout, yeah, out Randy Mose, man. shout out to Randy Moss, the goat for real, dog. Best receiver, probably best receiver in our lifetime. Because you know, that's my favorite. To, I this is my favorite receiver. Next, they thing.
2: used to always play uh Tampa Bay games and Viking games on Fox.
1: It was just like,
2: at, yeah, after church. And bro, just seeing Randy Moss,
1: dog, him and uh, even Chris Carter, dog, can't, man. You, can't never, you can't never forget. You got most, yeah, yeah. Until this day, this nigga not in lead on one. We still say you got most, bro. His it, like even the
2: antics after the like this after he's scoring shit, like dog Randy Moss to
1: go, bro. Why well, I can't even think of nobody else. I I to not even say, but Randy Moss is to go and get anything on anybody, and I I'm, I'm still mad at. It. I mean, he's still and he's still a Florida State guy, but. He didn't graduate, he didn't finish there at Florida State. He had to go, he went got in trouble went somewhere else. But still a Florida State guy at the end of the day. But you had him there. But speaking of uh, we speak we spoke on it a little bit. Uh, we spoke on we could talk about it. Um I kinda of didn't want to talk about it. We could talk about it, but we had uh we saw the you were speaking on uh the Percy Harvin versus Oh can't uh Yeah uh you kind of explain the background on that. Yeah, uh, Cam Newton
2: on the More Than Athlete podcast uh, on YouTube they do, uh, he was talking about, uh, like, just practice with Percy and, and how Percy, uh, like, he was the bet- best player he had ever seen. He thought he'd think he the best college football player ever. And, uh, I mean, it's shifty as in. How uh, Percy Harvin moved, dog, and just playing that position, man. He was another cheat code. We talk about slating and them as a cheat code, but when you got – when they start getting on the NCAA, you couldn't beat Florida. Not with all the options they had, and Percy was just that
1: that deal breaker. Yeah, game-breaking kind of. Yeah. Respect. Running back. Like, like they said, I mean, Peter Ward played receiver, punt return, kick return, and but – and so did Percy, but uh, the one thing that Percy did that Peter Ward didn't ever do was was line up in the backfield. Yeah, Peter Ward took a couple. That's uh, what they uh, said. Yeah. And things like that, but <clears throat> lining up at running back, making a play from the running back position. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm Peter Ward is the truth. best receiver, probably the best player to come through Florida State. And But at the same time, I, I grew up. By the time I grew up and kind of, I taught, we spoke about, spoke on it before we got home, but kind of before I grew up and kind of like really got into football. Yeah, Peter Ward was like one of my heroes, one of the guys I looked up to, because I was I was a little guy, I was a little kid, just kind of like getting into football, kind of learning the game. By the time Percy Harvin laced up his, his, his boots, laced up his cleats and, and strapped up his helmet, I really knew what football was, so. Man, I know Peter Worry a fucking goat, but uh, I can't look past Percy Harvey and what he did, even though he is a Gator. Can't look past what what he did and, and say it wasn't nothing. I, Dog, hate, I they, hate the Gators, and that's probably I, if I had to pick a favorite player from the Gators, it's probably Percy, bro.
2: Bro, they had to record like what the thing, the game that Cam was talking about. What they get, they needed some energy, and, and they was like, "We got to get with Percy." They had somebody found the recording, like from Dan Mullen talking. I'm gonna try to retweet it on the uh, the podcast account, but somebody had found the recording, like when Dan Mullen was like, "We need to put, give it a one, give it a one, like let him let him get it, let him get it." And then he took the ball and just went up. Then Tim Tebow was like, "Well, that was quick." I was like that's how we do it, basically. But tch, Percy Harvin, man. That man, that dog, that dude can take it from. Him. And then even when he got to the NFL, bro. Yeah, I mean he, he was taking
1: off on. Can never forget about the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was like, what do he like hurt most of the hurt, season? bro. He <laughs> had <laughs> and he literally got in and returned it, kicked and took it to the to the to the zone.
2: Bruh, just I, I always think about just imagine, you know, he had headache problems real bad. Migraines. Yeah, migraines. So, like, imagine if he hadn't, if that hadn't kind of held him back just a tiny bit. He's to come back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And he, you can, you just look at him, he's still look like he can go out there and run it. But I can't, I can't knock Peter Ward. He still look like he can get out there and do something. A little bit, but yeah. I don't know. Percy, man.
1: Percy changed that bit, dog. Percy changed uh, that bit. I mean, I would say Peter Ward changed it and Percy Harvey perfected it.
2: Some people say, I see Miami fans throwing out Devin Hester.
1: I think yeah, they all no. <laughs> Devin Hester was good at returning. He did his thing with returning kicks, but he didn't do everything. Yeah, on the other side, yeah. When he got to the league. He got to the league and they switched him over to the receiver yeah that, that, I mean that's that's cool and that's that's great and, and in itself that you played a whole was another position in college you played DB. you wasn't even on the offensive side of the ball and you got switched to receiver and
0: did all right did,
1: ain't it you did okay you did you you did your thing you went down the history as one of the top uh return, the returners and, yeah. and, and, and things like that and that's cool and great and all that but you ain't do what you ain't do what these other guys did in college and they're precipitated and bring it to the league as well. So, I mean, Devin Hester, you could put him in the conversation, but if, if they want him to be number three, I mean, they could they want to settle, settle for him being number three. behind I, Percy and uh, Peter Warren.
2: I tell you what, if if Tony hadn't if Tony if Kadarius Tony hadn't got um, if they hadn't tried to play him at quarterback and he kind of believed. Like, uh, believed in and uh, and did and did all he could with wide receiver when he first got in and did try to uh, mingle with the quarterback. I think he would have been up there with Percy,
1: yeah. If I he mean, definitely his, la- his last year,
2: his last year, bro. Just imagine if he had built, if he started that lat what he did his last year, like his freshman
1: year, and then built on to that. No, that would have been just settled into being a receiver and stuff. yeah, and still trying to be a quarterback. Yeah, man, cause like
2: I, I, I wanted to tweet about it, but I'm glad we are talking about it because I wanted to talk about it on the pod. Just his maturity, dog. I think that's that's gonna get him uh recruited. I mean, not recruited, but get him signed and get him um get him on a team good cause uh, early, cause like you know all the stuff he was going on, he was doing like his freshman and sophomore year.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was chilling with uh Antonio Callaway. Yeah,
0: man, sure. <laughs> but uh, now nah, they, they weren't even yeah. there
1: together, so he got
2: uh, Antonio got in, uh, in trouble that year. He got that well, thing
1: while we on this Gator, the Gator talk. Y'all started uh, spring balling last week, yeah. How, how How's that uh, rolling so far,
2: man? It's looking good, man. Emery and uh, Emory and Ant, Emory got this uh, the lead position, but Ant, duh. Ain't right there with him. Ain't got a. I see a lot of people saying on the timeline. I was. I was thinking it too from the videos they airing out. Um. Ain't got a. He got to put his placement down a little bit. He trying to lead too much, and he can. He can kind of lessen lessen it up a little bit and get it there. But his arm. His arm is there, man. I'm just ready for him to run through somebody. I, I'm telling you, like I said last. I don't know if I said it last time or whatever. But uh, Cam. He got that Cam factor, dog. He got that count factor. And I think he he gonna be something. But Emory, Emery got it. Uh, but wide receiver-wise, I wasn't too keen on Jacob Copeland. I'm gonna be real. I wasn't too keen on him. A lot of people was talking about he he everybody needs to start believing in, in him. I wasn't too keen on him because I felt like he, if things don't go his way, he always got to tweet about it. And I'm like, bro, you ain't gotta do all that. Just go play. But now I I seen a couple of his routes, dog. He he might feel that Tony spot. Like he, he might be be able to do a little bit more than Tony. So they, he, he's starting to come around. Yeah, he's starting to come around, bro. Like they they be airing like the seven on seven, uh, the seven on sevens and the uh, one on ones, uh, wide receiver versus DBs and dog. He he killing them. Them DBs can't keep up with him, bro. He cutting like he's cut so quick. But uh, I think he gonna have a good year. But I don't know. We got so many people at wide receiver. We got shorter. Um. Then you got damn. Uh, it's a freshman, Dejan, uh, Dejan Reynolds. I think he's gonna be pretty good coming up. But Whitmore, he's he gonna be brother. decent. Uh, what you say? Uh, Henderson, little brother. Oh, Henry, Oh, yeah. I he gonna get. He's a starter. He's gonna be starting. Um, I think the starters gonna be shorter. Copeland, Henderson, I and then about
1: that boy Justin Shorter.
2: Yeah, Gil. Uh, Gilbert. Uh, Eric Gilbert. Or whatever yeah. from LSU. LSU, he yeah he gonna be the tight end. um But then they got man, they got a, a they got a jit that took, got that got Kyle Pitts old number. His last name like East, like it start with an E, but I can't pronounce it. But this jig look like Kyle Pitts, but like he a white dude though. But he only a freshman. And I'm like, dog, they got so many people they can put put up here. But I like Weston, my my dude that's coming in is Weston. Uh, I think he gonna do pretty good. He uh, I think he uh play. A sophomore wide receiver. I'm gonna stay on the offense right now, but uh, he a wide receiver. Um, but I think that's that's who. The, every from clips that I've been seeing, they giving him a ball a lot. I think he gonna be some um something good. When he first came in, I said that he need to follow Jefferson, Van Jefferson, cause they got the same body type. I was like, he just need to follow Van Jefferson. Whatever Van Jefferson do, uh, he need to do. And now I think he probably did do that, and cause now he look like jefferson
1: did uh what about, about keon zipper? zipper
2: yeah Zipper. Man. yeah he you know he, they well, it's gonna be weird bro how they it's so many that's why i think this year you about to really see what that that tim tebow cam newton type packages and how that offense was ran because it's so many options you can go with you got zipper um but then you got gilbert now then you got you know kimura gamble still there that still can and play when you need them. Um, then you got the little freshmen coming in. And you got Wy- wire and Nick Elkins. Huh? What you say, Gage Wilcox and uh Nick Elkins? El- El- Elkins, El- 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 yeah, him legit. He, He's he, he Look like he might be something in the future, but they, they this got is so like Gamble been there for it.
1: This is last year,
2: bro. Yeah, he been here a long time. This is last year. <laughs> Big us to him too because when he was there, you know, uh, M- uh had them boys like getting big, like he oh. he he was trying to beef up the uh, that tight end group, but then he had to cut weight, he
1: didn't cut weight. So hopefully, he do good. But play they got wide the receiver, huh? Since he didn't cut weight, he didn't play. get to play on the mullet?
2: <laughs> no, when he was with McIlwain, you know, he was big and two mm-hmm. stock, they had built them up. Then when Mullen came, Mullen, ah, I need my tight ends small. So he started have to change his diet and, and change and cut weight. So I think now he had a solid weight. Uh, but I think they gonna do pretty he gonna do pretty good. But the wide receiver's so stacked, then you got running back. I don't know how the running backs gonna gonna do it. I know they said they don't try they probably gonna run two running back sets this year. you gonna see you might see a lot of that. That's something we've been looking for, but we I wanted it last year, but you couldn't run it with um with Kyle Trash. I don't, you couldn't really run that with Kyle Trash. But now you can run it with uh, you can run it with Emory or Ant, cause you got the option to run. You don't know where it's gonna come from. But I think and then defense wise, uh, defense. I think I'm I'm more looking at the defensive line. Uh, I think uh, we got a couple big dudes on defensive line
1: that's gonna hold it down. Yeah, I saw those circulating some videos on some big ass defensive tackle that was like, bro, bro, Bruh. Bruh, he
2: going finna- Dog, they can't, they can't move him. He a whole stopper. They can't move him, dog. They can't move him, man. He uh, Watson, Desmond Watson, and he can move too. He like that big, but he can move. But uh, I like. It was a video of uh Ethan White getting beat on the boards by uh Devontae uh, Dexter, Devontae Dexter, but um. It was crazy because last year they showed a video of Dexter going against White and White beating Dexter, but this year now you can see the change. I'm like, dog, Dexter and got huge. Like I think he he is starting to come around. Yeah, Gervon Dexter, my bad, but Gervon Dexter.
1: What I said?
2: I don't know. I just I didn't know, bro. I was, I was just checking my yeah myself. yeah. I
1: was talking about the same guy.
2: Yeah, Gervon, you right? Gervon Dexter, uh, but Gervon Dexter, dog. He, I think him and um Zach Carter, they're gonna be some, something, something to deal with. They both six and six and nine, so uh Carter six and you know oh Dante Fowler old number. Then you got uh Dexter at nine, but you know Dan Mullen, if Dan Mullen always had those defensive linemen that played real good. Uh, was Jeffrey Simmons, mm-hmm. I think it was, and then and Sweat, yeah, and Sweat was on that same line with him. At the same time, he always had them big impact defensive linemen. I think now we got them two defensive linemen right now um, with the body type that he like. Not big, not like put a defensive tackle that's going to play the three probably. Not big, but stocky enough to hold itself right there. And then you got Desmond Watson down there at the, in the, uh, at the nose, right, the one. He can shoot the gap and stop the hole. I don't know. Linebackers going to have to pick up and stay. And get right, though, because we can't be having that stuff we had last year. And linebacker. We're going to see, though. Like I I text you, bro, I I only think if it ain't undefeated, it's one loss this year. All right. We Got too much weapons, man. Freeze the tape, we heard
1: what he said. I,
2: I'm going on that, man. I'm going on that. I'm <laughs> going on loss that, dog. Or undefeated. undefeated or one loss. That's Remember it. Remember the
1: tape. Well, listen, we'll recording this February 26th. Uh, drop on what the 27th, 28th, whatever. We drop this 27. One. Yeah, um, hey, but we're gonna see. Um, uh, I still don't believe in damn Muller. Um, I feel like he's gonna sell it back into that Mississippi State stuff. <laughs> he want to get paid. He he want to get paid.
2: He got uh, he want to get paid. You got to win. Nah, you got to win. You you beat Georgia. Okay, that's good. I think he thought that beating Georgia was gonna get him done. But uh, they night, like? Yeah, bills. they they like. Nah, you beat Georgia on a year where stuff was crazy. You show it to us next year. So I think he. Well, yeah, I think was there's JC Daniels
1: ain't playing. He didn't even play, he
2: didn't play against y'all. He didn't play, yeah. And so when he did get in, he was
1: balling, he did pretty good.
2: Yeah, so I'm I'm, re- I'm ready, man. I'm ready, dog. Dan's gonna have to get it right, man. Get it right because we can't, bro. Right. We can't, I don't wanna,
1: bro. I don't heard, wanna. I heard you mention uh, Lingard when he was on uh, Big Three Rolls. Uh, Big Three, yeah. So Link, bro, Lingard,
2: like I place? said, he, he looked apart, dog. He looked the part. But it's just if he can put it together, dog. Bowman, you know, I f- they hold him back saying Bowman third string, but I think Bowman going to be probably second string. Mm-hmm. It's just too many backs, bro. If I, that's why I think they're going to have to run that two backs. But them two backs going to mess up how the wide receiver play go and how the tight end uh, formations go. Because, bro, you got Bowman, you got Lingard, you got Naquan Wright, you got Damian Pierce, you got – and then Malik Davis – it's a lot of backs and all of them can get care can get carries and all of them can be starters if wherever our second string wherever they go. But I don't know, Bowman. I've been seeing a lot of uh play act a lot of not play action but motions out the backfield. So the passing game for the uh wide, for the running back is gonna be big a big play this year. But I think Lingard if he if he just keep it right. Somebody joked on one of the uh live videos and was saying, "Dang, Lingard a fullback," and then because he looked like mm-hmm. a, he look like a big ass fullback. He got the elbow pads. It might work. It might, bro. I mean, it might, dog. I do little sneak and- I just want the best one because he a good player when he was at Miami. He, he was pretty good. Then he got that, he had the injury. So, yeah.
1: Well, switching gears, switching gears to the, yeah. league, to the NFL. Good game I've to been seeing a little different little things. Some crazy news came out this last week or so here that uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, we all saw they, they had, they started the season out pretty decent, had a decent season, and they made it, made it to the playoffs. But, um, Apparently, Russell Wilson had some disagreements with the management or organization all together. Uh, walked out of a meeting or, or something they had set up prior to uh, actual a Thursday night game. Um, they were supposed to play the Cardinals that night. They ended up winning the game, but uh, Russell Wilson had a disagreement with some of the coaches there. And... Um, Ended up walking out of the meeting. <laughs> we, we we both have said how we don't we not crazy about Russell Wilson, but uh, Russell Wilson has. I mean, he hasn't requested a request of the trade, but uh, we've been seeing different little articles and different little things pop up. maybe?
2: Hey, bro, you know how bad you got to make Russell Russell Wilson. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> bro, no. bro, like you got to be doing something really messed up, dog. Russell Wilson
1: leave walking out of. Out of the out of the office, out of the room. Nah, bro, you some ain't right with that. He walked out of the room in a meeting that he had. He had with the organization. So I mean, he, he pissed Russell Wilson off. Kind of, we always get this like vibe that he's a pretty easy go lucky guy. Kind of let stuff bounce off of him, and he kind of let stuff take. He don't take too much to heart. Because I mean, if he did, I don't think he'd be the, the quarterback or the guy that he is. You think it was with Pete Carroll's, or you think he had anything to do with it? I want to say no, but I mean, yeah, we gotta kind of look at the Seahawks history and with like Marshawn Lynch, and uh, um, I didn't think they'll do that to Russell though. Sherman and um, Cam Chancellor, and Shit, Mike, uh, what was his buddy name? Uh, Thomas. Earl Thomas.
2: Earl Thomas.
1: He, fl- he flicked the whole team off. <laughs> he flicked them Ooh,
2: off. Oh, boy, they hurt. did him. That was dirty, though, bro. Oh. That was dirt. That that whole situation. When he got hurt, mm-hmm. when he told them I ain't want to play, Right. he got hurt, dog. I, I was watching that game. I was like, hell. <laughs> Dang, dog. I think that might have been a primetime game or something. I think it was. I think it was 8 o'clock on Sunday. Hey, he flicked the, <laughs> the whole way back to the back locker room. <laughs> he flicked
1: the ass <laughs> So, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's something that's going on. They, I mean, the Seahawks, they always, they win so much. And we were just used to winning and having this team, this gritty team. And a lot of stuff they have that's going on get covered up. You know, bro,
2: but the way they play, the way they season went – that almost makes you think something did go on, bro, because yeah. they was on the hot road.
1: Yeah, maybe because I think when we first started the pop. I was balling. getting
2: tired of talking about this dude every day. They
1: was, they was balling, and undefeated, and winning every game. And offense, like, they was clicking. Defense, like, they was clicking. And then next thing you know, I mean, they lost a couple of strange games. So, I think they, uh, remember remember when they went out to Buffalo, and I was like, man, you know, I'm picking Buffalo to win this game. And stuff like that. It just had a weird season. How they kind of,
2: yeah,
1: quietly fell apart. And then you know, they, I think they played the Rams, and the Rams were <laughs> definitely were in any kind of good shape to be advancing playoff. Yeah, games. they beat them in the first round. I think they, they beat them at home. They beat them in CenturyLink. So that was kind of a red flag. But we are gonna see if he actually requests a trade. Um, right now, it's just like a little smoke. And I dare would,
2: would you take Russell Wilson in Atlanta?
1: <laughs> uh no. For a trade for Matt Ryan? No. I don't like I told bro. I really don't like Russell Wilson, <laughs> oh, I, I You'll keep Matt Ryan. Right? I'd rather keep Matt Ryan, dog. <laughs> I'd rather keep and defend Matt Ryan rather than take Russell Westbrook. Wow. Uh, Russell Wilson, my bad. <laughs> I Pete Carroll can't Ker- yeah. Ker- okay,
2: do nothing with
1: uh, Matt Ryan. He went. No. Uh, no. No, no. I'll I keep, right? keep Matt Ryan before I let that happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. if, that, if, it, if it somehow happens, I don't know, bro. That would be just crazy. It's a wild situation. And if it's something going on up there, I, I don't want to see Deshaun Watson up there. No, nah, I was messing with you earlier this week. I kind of told you what they traded: Deshaun Watson for Russell Westbrook. This said a clean, mm-hmm. even trade, no draft picks, and and Sarah, uh Watson up there, and, and and Russell Wilson went to Houston. I
2: wouldn't, I wouldn't want Deshaun the out there with that, <laughs> that
1: mess. I don't know. Yeah, had, he had DJ Metcalf. He have a uh, Tyler Lockett. He have uh Greg Olson.
2: Oh man, something just hit me. What damn Metcalf is a good ass wide receiver. What if they get like a sorry wide receiver? Then he get
1: the Calvin Johnson route. Mm-hmm. Dang, bro. You know they're kind of the same build, same receiver.
2: Yeah, they need to keep that together. I don't, I don't know. Whatever they got, they need to work it out, bro. I agree. You can't. Yeah, I, don't, I don't see Russell Russell
1: Wilson anywhere but Seattle. Seattle, yeah. But you never know. He he left NC
2: State and did good at another team, so he might be thinking, "Well, shoot, I left one team
1: and went and did good in college. Why I can't do it here?" All right. Hmm. I don't
0: know.
1: We'll see. We're we'll gonna see. Just just bear with the podcast, and we're gonna see. We gonna Future, see. Future sitting there looking. He he probably the one in the phone calls. <laughs> he probably won. Whispering in Russell Wilson ears tell him you like that, man. <laughs> but uh just like I just uh, I ran into this article said uh the gambling world kind of been causing the um the Sean Watson to the Jets has been causing the spike in the gambling world. Um just potential that uh a lot of people, a lot of people. Placed a lot of money that uh, Deshaun Watson is going to get traded to the Jets. And uh, some some people betting money that Deshaun Watson going to win the Super Bowl for the Jets. So that's been spiking. Like next year? Yeah. Damn. So niggas been putting money, Putting they say it's been the bets on spiking that he is going to get traded, but that's where he wants to go. But to the New York Jets. Might be a good look. I mean, it's not like the Jets are terrible. They weren't terrible last year. A lot of uh, Sam Darnold being hurt, young team, and they got young receivers. You never know what they can do. Um, but mm. it's just, I just saw that and I thought it would be interesting to throw. I can him. see Sam Darnold with the Houston. He looked
2: like a damn uh, uh, take a bull, that bull on the damn Texas.
1: <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh shit. Uh, uh, it stated. I saw an article that stated uh, hiring of minority coaches doubled in the year 2021. Coaches of color, coaching uh, positions nearly doubled from 18.8 percent in 2020 to 34.6 percent in 2021. Uh We had a part earlier when we was talking about how nobody wanted to hire the enemy. Which he still didn't get hired by anybody of significance. He's still with the Chiefs, um, but they say he was the most requested interview out of all minority coaches, black coaches. I hope they don't try to say that uh, because of the Super Bowl. Like, oh, look, that's why we he don't need to get. bro, he was missing on the uh, players. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, he was missing players, and they was dropping the ball. I mean, but I thought I, I thought he was gonna get hired after the Super Bowl. You know, they like can't really like announce hirings until the team was out of the playoffs. And since the Chiefs weren't out of the playoffs, so I thought that was possibly why he wasn't being hired nowhere. But I mean it's been what, a whole three weeks since the Super Bowl happened and we still ain't yeah, seen hired, yeah. Still so he's still at the Chiefs and I don't know I I don't know who, if he if he chooses not to accept any jobs and they have to go after somebody else, I don't know how that's how that's rolling. Um, but we haven't heard that. But it would make sense if that was the if that was the case that he decided not to accept these jobs. That would make more sense versus these teams not hiring him and they're going after the fucking Falcons. Fucking hire Arthur Smith. I don't know who the fuck this. Is. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is. Man, I know he was OC for the Titans, but I would definitely rather have uh, Eric Benne uh at the helm. You
2: you pay these. You paying. They paying these all these OCs, right? Like I I give it to Jets. They They coach. He was a DC. He good. I like him. But they paying these OCs. Some of these OCs that nobody heard of. And then you gonna end up firing them
1: and then having to pay them. Right. (laughs) I mean, and then they. Like I was reading that article, bro. uh, They consider him as a person of color. Who? Robert S- Salia. Oh yeah, I thought he was a brother. I thought he was a white man. No, nah, I thought he was. A, I thought he was a brother. What he is? Uh, I don't know. I just, I just know they count, count him as a person with color, bro. And I was like, huh? And I thought he's just like a tan white dude. Nah, I, I knew he had some tint on. He had a little bit more tint. Uh, what's his name? Robert Salia. S A L E H, I believe. I thought he was a white dude. so I was like, "Huh? He a person of color?" But they they considered him a person of, person of color. He was like the head of the, the article. He's like the he's pitcher. Lebanese. Lebanese.
2: Yeah. Oh, so he he's uh the first. He is believed to be the league's first Muslim Arab American head
1: coach. Yeah, Arab. Hmm. Interesting. Lebanese. That's cool though. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <clears> oh, <throat> uh, yeah. Uh, you got a uh, Washington touch of Philly. I guess uh, Dan Snyder still being, being a. Oh, bro. I head. forgot. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to put that in. Into sexual, sexual assault situation. Uh, I read a little bit of the article. Uh, that's kind of how I know. Kind of know who it was about. Uh, Dan Snyder, gotta put that pretty much the, the women that are being a, a part of the investigation, yeah. they want this investigation to be more public because it's been kind of quiet. Because, like, I didn't hear about it until I saw that I read the article earlier this evening about it. So, I mean, I agree that it should be more public. If it, was, if it was a black man, it'd be all over the news every morning, every time you wake up to watch ESPN. Um, but it, it is about Dan Snyder, one of the more predominant white NFL leader owners in the league. So they kind of been kind of keeping it quiet. But I agree with the women, or I agree with everybody anybody that believes that this should be more of a public topic. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure he got that uh that
2: need for two billion dollars. Yeah, he he got that uh that news that news uh, crew up there not talking about it. He paying somebody not talk about him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean that's how you kind of keep stuff under wraps. So we're gonna see. Uh, I definitely think it needs to be more talked about publicly and talked about nationally, and not to embarrass the team, but uh, he needs to be embarrassed and almost. I mean, he used to be outed from his job. I had it uh the Clippers owner. Uh, he was kind of uh, back in the day. A couple
2: oh, boy, I was thinking about that the other day, dog. That was so that's, that was so long ago, but it wasn't that
1: long you ago. No, it, it was long ago, but it wasn't that. When I mean, you look really look at the years, it wasn't. Yeah. It, it feel like it was a long time ago, but it was like, for 2014,
2: 13? 14, when he,
1: he told that lady that talk to uh, Magic Johnson. <laughs> And then you gotta look at uh Carolina's Panthers owner. Remember? The owner they had a couple years ago. What well, what he did? He got kicked out of uh he was uh taken off the team and then they sold the team a couple years ago. Didn't one one who who that
2: was that got caught in the brothel? That was Kraft, wasn't it? But these oh, these they Kraft. got so much pulled, dog.
1: These owners. Yeah, so Robert Kraft was in, uh, that was, what well, he's in Massage guess, Paula. Yeah, he got caught, asked for a happy ending.
0: <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: the Carolina Panthers owner, Jerry Richardson, got in trouble um, back in like, what, 2017, about some sexual assault stuff, some uh, sexual misconduct, and he was forced to sell the team. So it happens, and Dan, we haven't heard, and that's what Dan Snyder, he's trying to figure out a way to hold on to the team. But uh, I can't think of a buddy name. Oh, Donald Sterling, Donald Sterling, uh, Jerry Richardson—they all were forced to sell the team <clears throat> once they got in some some sexual misconduct, uh, just misconduct all together. They were forced to sell the team. But that's you see Dan Snyder trying to keep this quiet and, and fly on the radar, take his punishment, and keep his keep his team, but. Bro, you, no, if you no. look at all his pictures
2: with his wife, like Dan she, look like she, yeah, no, uh, yeah, Dan Snyder, she look like she fed up. She, all her pictures with him look like she been fed up with his ass. Yeah, he he messing up. Yeah, he don't even look that old. Yeah, only
1: she. I think he only like forty six. Well, he look like a little perverted dude. He like a little fifty six. He like a little dude out, he used to get rejected by all the girls back uh, in. And, and now he, he got, got money, money. Yeah. 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 I can a fool.
2: You want a job?
1: <laughs> 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 exactly. <laughs> oh, now that goes too yeah. To yeah it, no, no you go there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, ABC is uh on the rotation for the Super Bowl. I, I don't even know what, what the Super Bowl's on this year, CBS. So it was just because Tony Romo, yeah. So it was on CBS this year, and uh, we, we've been seeing it bounce between CBS, Fox, and NBC the last few years, and now we're going to throw ABC into the fold and uh, see who gets the Super Bowl each year. ABC and Disney slash Disney have been kind of taking over everything the last few years. They took over Fox, uh, they took over ABC a couple years ago, and now you see them kind of putting their stamp onto NFL and kind of signing the contracts over to potentially – Take over the NFL in that state. Uh, ESPN, so, I think ESPN owned by all right. ABC owns ESPN, so it's gonna be somehow intertwined with that. Kurt Street might be calling Super Bowl. So how would they like dog? Like they uh, they had the Nickelodeon,
2: you know, partnership with the NFL some this year. Yeah, I saw that. Like, who, who they gonna part? Fucking Mickey Mouse and then so
1: uh, Mickey, Mickey <laughs> Mouse kick the football into it. Mickey Mouse <laughs> it into the in the goal in the uh, field goal or something. I don't know.
2: Uh like, it makes sense though, bro, cause you don't when they win the Super Bowl, they go to
1: Disneyland, Disney World. Yeah, a lot of times. So it it's makes sense. that makes sense. I ain't maybe. seen the commercial though. Normally you see the commercial like shortly.
2: Oh, oh that's because Gronk though dog Gronk ain't going to no Disney World. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I ain't seen that Disney World commercial, man. Grunt Gr- look like a universal, like he probably ride
2: Hogwarts. Evan Brady probably ride the Hogwarts ride and uh, Islands of Adventure. All right.
1: Yeah. That's what they going to So, with. shoot. Hey, whatever, man. It's just a little. But, uh, Dude Johnson got released from the Texas today. Um, he. I think he requested to be traded to the Texans from the yeah, he, did. Uh, he did. Kevin uh Kareem Hunt came. He felt like he wasn't gonna get as many touches as he wanted, so he requested mm-hmm. um to be traded there. And I mean we kinda see what the Houston Texans are as an organization. Bunch of pieces of shits. <laughs> but nah, uh it's just that's not a good well run organization. Bro, why did they even come to I don't know. I just remember
2: like all of a sudden hearing about this team that was coming. Yeah. I mean, I knew what the Oilers, you
1: know, and, but they went away Carr, when we was young, you know. David Carr and David Johnson. Yeah. Not David Johnson. What was the receiver name? Was it Johnson? Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson. And hey, do you remember old boy that was there? uh
2: day, the running back. Foster.
1: Uh Arian Foster. Oh uh, yeah, Arian Foster. Yeah, Good yeah. Cru- oh, was it
2: crushing? Uh, Kurt, whatever that linebacker, uh, Brian, crushing. And then they had a merciless
1: dude at line at uh end. Yeah, that was on uh was The other thing he came, I think he came like a year after uh, Jadavian Clowney was there. Yeah, but they had. They also had a tight end that was pretty decent too. But I can't think of his name. But I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm a dog. Will he used to pick the Texans every now and then. <laughs> but uh, so though yeah, Oh, we gonna we gonna see what the Texans are trying to do. They might be the scum of the lead. What you year.
2: remember? They had that racist behind
1: uh owner. But he he passed away though. Hmm. I mean, I mean, kind of think about it. The owner might have been the one of keeping the team kind of together, and then yeah. once once he did pass, that's when. Uh, gotta, O'Brien man. traded uh, Hopkins and kind of fell apart. He might have been racist, but he was, <coughs> he might have been holding the team together. He Whose a- idea was it to give O'Brien that much power? Probably, probably him, but he probably still had to go through him to make any trades or anything. Happen. And then, once what? I had once he passed, I was, O'Brien went crazy, and he could just trade all the assets away. I don't know. Man. I don't know
2: nobody that really like the Texans that say, "Oh, Texas, my team." I guess because they so fresh, so new.
1: Like, yeah, new yeah, but I mean, people. There's people that like them though. Yeah. There's people I know. I got. I got there's a couple of people I know from Houston that do podcasts, and I kind of. I know they they, they like their team. <laughs> they like their yeah, team. Yeah. Uh, we can close it out with the NBA man. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook launches a Why Not Academy for middle school, high schoolers in LA. So he pretty much taken the uh, LeBron James, I promise, blueprint and uh, opened up his own school, man. It's, just, it's a good look when athletes find their purpose and take the money that they do have and invest it into something that builds the community, community that they're from. So I don't know if you want to touch on that as well. Yeah, they
2: uh, Russell Westbrook. Like I think you know with him and Nipsey was uh real close, so I yeah. think he really uh a lot a lot of these players they start like Draymond, uh they starting to come around to really learning their purpose Stop and what they no need to do. The money. Yeah, they you know they getting towards. I mean I, I ain't gonna knock on wood. I ain't gonna say they they uh their careers ended. Man. But, <laughs> They're
1: they in the middle of their careers now. Man, Westbrook gets it You I think mean, he, he Not to the end of his, end of his career, but the, yeah. his prime. he And that's what that's what sucks, because he a fucking yeah, great player. man. And it's great to see Russell, Russell Westbrook have great players around him and get him to the playoffs and show off his greatness. But the last few years, Did he had not been yeah. in that position. I thought that's, I thought Houston him and Houston was a great match. But that too, didn't work out man. very well.
0: Are
2: you still I, going? No. I feel like they trying like they trying to it may almost seem, make it seem like everywhere is good as him. I
0: don't
2: know. That's I don't know.
1: So we gonna we gonna it's it's a good move, man. It's a good look for Russell Westbrook too. I mean, like you like we just mentioned, he's in the middle of his career. Um, I say he's in his prime. Maybe got like one or two more years. Then like where he is, where he can take over. I ain't gonna say that. He kind of he might take care of his body, but I know to me, I always compare Russell Westbrook's gang to Dwayne Wade and Dwayne. I was Wade, just about to that's say nice yeah, as long as as I want on to and uh. I mean, unless he can really develop a shot and kind of stay out of running, running that paint, which I haven't watched him as much this year. I haven't watched a lot of basketball yet this this season. Well, they're on the Wizards. You don't really see, yeah. Of <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So, but I mean, him and Bradley Bill be balling, but they just don't have nothing else around them to kind of.
2: You think they got Bill be- uh, up there in captivity or something, bro? No, Bill said he don't want to leave. That's what I mean. But then I don't know. Every off I get this feeling like he do want to leave. Oh. But then he signed a contract, and I'm just like, damn, dog. Rele- I- they
1: keep releasing pre- press releases that he don't
2: want to leave. Yeah, I'm like, dog. You keep signing, but I thought you wanted to go. But because every every year, I keep like for the past like two years, I, I see like my, a lot of Miami people saying we need to get him, we need to get him. But then he. Nah, I want to stay here. Yeah,
1: I mean, like you said, I mean, every year it seems like he pretty much a done deal to come to Miami, but it never happens. And then next thing they'll come out. He'll, oh, I want to stay here. So I don't know what he what what he got kind of deal they got going on with him, Or he want to stay stay put where he is. But he be trying. To I, stay I
2: think he he might too. Like they all right, I mean, did y'all had a cool we, city. Yeah, I had John Wall last year okay, oh, all right, y'all give me uh, Westbrook this year. That's straight. Maybe They starting to play better now. Yeah. I was about to say, shit, all we really need is one more piece, really. We could go into the offseason and see if we can grab that and try to do something with it next year. But,
1: uh you know, some guys get that mentality. Uh, They think he's like these great players, and they see these great players don't move around a lot. Like Kobe stayed in one city. Who else stayed in one city Michael Jordan stayed in one place then move around Tim Duncan stayed in one place then move around guys like that they probably feel like and that's why that's why I feel like they literally don't want to leave if I can't win here why would I go somewhere else go somewhere else yeah try to win elsewhere so he might have that mentality like especially if you're stay, running the city stay, peace, stay in stay in place and he trying to say I'm just gonna regardless of what happens I'm gonna stick this out ride this out yeah, especially I, mean, I, I respect
2: that. Especially if you run in the city and you the big player in the city. Right. Ain't no
1: reason to leave really. I mean, DC ain't really necessarily a basketball city, but I mean, it's a nice place to be. Nice place to ball. So, I mean, by all means, if that's what you want to do, stay there, ball. And uh see if you can win. Yeah. Every now and then they, every now and then you get a good little Houston, good little uh, I say Houston, good little Washington team and a ball. But we can close it out uh, speaking on the goat. Uh, Kobe Bryant, uh, Kyrie Irving stated that the uh, NBA need to go ahead and change the the logo to Kobe. Yeah, Are you you think they should do that? Change it from Jerry West to Kobe. I, I think so.
2: I think so. Um, I think Jerry West need to. Uh, I don't know if he's come out with anything statement on it, like how he felt about it. But I think they do. I mean, they both Laker greats.
1: Would, <laughs> but Jerry West probably is like, uh, he might be so old to see now. He probably don't know what the hell going on. Yeah. But I, I feel like they should too, bro. I mean, I mean, we could also we could also argue the, the Jordan or LeBron mean, Jordan That's got bro. his shoe. He got enough. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, I can see Kobe being a logo. They can they can have different logos. They don't necessarily gotta settle. Why you gotta have one logo? As long as it's. it's what if the
2: hey, what yo. if the West made a logo? The East made a logo. That'll
1: work too. There you go. Damn, God, you damn, bring it God, down we just a, solved a, it right a, there. A conference logo, shit. Yeah, yeah not, not a conference, but uh. Division logo, if you if you really really absolutely had to. the best player in that division, yeah, yeah the, the best player that voted or considered the best player of the division. So I mean, either way, you could break it down, but I agree with Kyrie. Uh, the NBA need to stop playing around. Just go ahead and just do it.
2: Well, oh, shit, every team have their own logo. So like Kobe be the uh, like the player on the court for in in LA, uh, wow. it's Tim. Tim Dun- Duncan. Sorry. I <laughs> he he'd be up under the goal instead of you, Then he go Shaq. You know, I would do that because Shaq gone
1: I'm the boss to- of every city. I do play <laughs> I played in Boston. I played in Miami. I played in LA. I played at where else he played? I played. Phoenix. In Cleveland. <laughs> All that. You put a Shaq logo. Where would you Phoenix, put Shaq? I- <laughs> I put that yeah, Little logo
2: in uh in, in Orlando. That's where I put it at. That's the only city. Damn, but I don't know, because you got Penny Hardaway. Damn. Oh, Shaq might be out of luck, bro. Because
1: he moved around so much. Hey, that's on him, man. Yeah. That's another goat that moved around a lot. And then he can't say you can't you can't say nothing like a royal Bradley Bill kind of guy. He kinda like, I'm in have been in the same city. And I stuck it through, thin it, thick and thin, and rolled us out regardless of what happened. I can go hang out with
2: Wale. Shit, KD be up here every summer, so we be chilling
1: anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought I thought KD was gonna go to Washington. Gonna- I did too. That I did too. But I don't know, KD. I,
2: that I, I, you know, he like that. rec he like that. Rec- league basketball in the summer. Yeah, you know some niggas don't like just they don't like the instant access being at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see KD doing being that way. He' yeah, an interesting cat. Like I, I remember watching a documentary, but uh, not a documentary, but an E60, I think it was, and he was talking about how he couldn't have no tattoos really showing when he was with OKC, like his first couple years. Well, not OKC, but uh, when they was in the, uh, the Sonics. Mm-hmm. He couldn't really have his tattoos showing, so but he loved tattoos. All his tattoos was on his back and in his chest because he couldn't show them. But now he got them, He got
1: a couple on his forearms. Now, yeah, I mean, I, I heard, and then we used to you just mentioned Seattle. I heard they were supposed to bring in Seattle super. Bowl. I did, I yeah. heard that too. Yeah, I just ain't seen it yet, but I think uh, D Wade was a partial owner or something like that with the team oh, for real. Yeah. Just I was waiting for official announcement, but I did hear that a couple of years. Well, not even a couple of years ago. It was like last, before this season started, I think I heard. Or before last season kick back up, I heard. But besides the point. They ain't on the docket. You just made me think of when you said that. Uh, nah. Gary Payton
2: get on the court on that one.
1: He'll be there. <laughs> you know. the, just put a glove up there, man. Hey,
2: nah, nah. It'll be the cookies pack of Gary Payton. You know, he got he got a partnership with Burner for the club. I didn't know that. Yeah, the Gary Payton. Uh he got his own strain. That's what he put. <laughs> Gangster. I go to every game. For real. GP. Yeah, we said we talked about uh D Wade. You said D Wade, but you know, he played uh he was playing golf uh yeah. before, the day before Tiger Woods. So man, shout out to Tiger man.
1: Yeah man. I would make a, a nice full recovery. Yeah, yeah! Uh, at least be able to to walk normally again.
2: When I they mean, gonna play? Was it was the tournament still gonna happen in a couple of months? Like in a month or
1: two? Don't the Masters and Masters? I think they yeah was, yeah you know normally happen in April.
2: April they pushed it
1: back to November last year because of COVID, oh, man. and I think they was gonna do it back in April. So yeah, I mean, Dang, It sucks for as far as Tiger. I don't. You might not. You might be able to play again. Golf is not as strenuous on your body, but you do need the way Tiger broke down golf. He needed every bone and bear every joint and muscle to hit, properly drive that ball and, uh, the way he wanted. It might be time to say, "Hey, we recognize you as a goat. We 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 love you uh, and as, as a golfer and all this stuff." But it might be time to say, "Hey, it's time to hang it up." And uh, put all your time into Axel.
2: Yeah, I think Tiger was starting to get around. Um, to I think he really starting to like get around to like I need to embrace my 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 black race and my black heritage now. And I think uh, he was about, he you know he wants to keep doing it. But I think it's kind of crazy how he, they had them videos of him and his son playing golf. Yeah. And then this happens, and then this almost like a it's your turn now. Yeah.
1: His son was raw. his son was raw his son was raw dog so it's mean, exactly up to him to kind of take this time now and, and kind of teach him the game for real for real and I mean I wish I already know he doing because he tiger and that's when he trying he teaching his secrets and his way of, of going about golf yeah we already seen some film with, with buddy being pretty pretty good at what he do so but tiger had all of us watching that uh what was that 2019. Yeah, that when tournament, he won the master.
2: Oh, yeah, bro, I was watching that bit so close. The whole the whole day Sunday, I watched that.
1: Yeah, I
2: watched
1: oh, it. I, I mean, I think I watched the highlights. I probably was at work. That little last hole he hit. It was good to see see him win another one. Uh, we're gonna see how this situation plays out. I mean, I'm just <laughs> I'm being a negative dude as far as saying he probably won't golf no more as a professional, but. That's some crazy stuff, with in that accident, kinda crazy, it was a crazy little accident. Yeah, bro. And what, like, dog, like, Tiger, he was
2: really coming up when we was kids, right? Like, he was coming onto the market, right? hmm Like, all right, so we had Tiger, Ty- that's, bro, we had some players our generation, bro.
1: Tiger, then you had Serena and Venus? Yeah, man. Yeah, Serena and Venus. And then Serena, she been getting beat by that, uh, uh oh Os- uh Osaka. So, yeah. She that girl showing baby. out, man. But at least it's another black woman. She can yeah. black woman. You see
2: how mad they making them white girls out there? That's crazy.
1: <laughs> and then actually they out the rapper dude. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They was no no or something.
2: Nah, 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 Uh YBE. Uh I forgot. I forgot his uh his whole baby. name. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like, I just know it's a rapper.
2: <laughs> I, I ain't know I ain't I ain't know it till I was watching one of her matches like last year. And I was like, hold up. He was in the crowds like uh like cheering around. I'm like, bro, this nigga rap, don't he? Yeah. Hey man, shit. That's a smart brother though. Ain't no reason for me to be out there doing that crazy mess. <laughs> <For> real, <man. laughs> A girl like her, about yeah. to be Venus, bitch. No Serena, Serena yeah, week. Serena. Talking about Venus, man. Venus ain't get enough uh love, dog. I, I don't think she she don't get enough love. I agree. Yeah, she she ain't, like, she ain't win as much, but she she was the first one. She was the older one. Ain't gonna lie, I always everybody loves Serena. I always love Venus. I always wanted Venus to beat Serena. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Venus gave me unveil vibes, black <laughs> unveil vibes, bro. <laughs> ah,
1: man, stop walking that boy. <laughs> but hey, man, it's been another episode of the Aftermath podcast, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I appreciate y'all <laughs> for fucking with us, dog. No, like, subscribe and share the pod, man. Appreciate it, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You ready? All right. I state this in my genetics. She kind of glory in my aesthetics. They say the flow is poetic, prophetic, and come from a relic that ain't synthetic. I got that authenticity. Admittedly, I am what's under Christmas trees. I'm gifted. Me rapping is serendipity. Who knew I could master complex simplicity? Hmm. Not me though, I thought I live a life with a pistol to the people. I grew up jamming zero, never been placebo. Papa taught me every shot in life ain't no free throw. Big up, big up, one solemnly, swear there's none on earth greater than Tucku. Teach old people all them problems we shared Since our birth make us the doo-doo And as for those that white as tissue I know some of y'all seeking a wipe beside. But you could refashion your name to that of Torrance Ivy Hatch couldn't wipe me down <laughs> That's word to boosie. Too far alone not to merge with goofies PSA to young bots who tried my weight with the onion I curved the booty You'd be truly amazed to know that I do not judge you for your maneuvers Cause I was once an unruly, foolier, wank, acting newbie That dwelled with hoofers Had the block hot as lava, heart to. Survivor block under constant fire They made flippin' bricks, they messiah They just want to drip like saliva And who am I to incite that movin' like but To survive all the fights against those whose skin tone absorbs the light It's more so right than to grab a slice of the pie Yeah, cause truth be told, that's the least you owe us And I ain't here for no tears or cheers. I just need the years stolen by the locusts So please, give it back, please Give it back, please Give it back, better that than go tip for tat I said please, give it back, please Give it back, please Give it back, better that than go tip for tat I said please, pay us what you owe us For all the years, y'all know that y'all hope us We bought some stocks but GameStop stopped and showed us The system sick as tuberculosis But we all know this, who is we kidding? The book of life says that it is written The U.S. government perfected pimping The school of hard knocks gave us admission And since we graduated, all them palpitations In our chest that aggravate us is The reason why I make these songs I'm done